This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. I'd like to welcome Reed Hunt to Knowledge at Wharton today. Reed is a former chairman of the Federal Communications Commission. I want to ask you uh, what you think about the president, President Obama, recently coming out in favor of net neutrality. I ask you as a former chairman of the FCC and uh, obviously knowledgeable about these issues, um, but also in the context, there's a professor here, Kevin Werbach, who has said, that, along with others, that uh, the real danger to the internet ecosystem in the U.S. is the dearth of competition at the broadband provider level. So in, in light of all that, what, what was your, what's your view on net neutrality and what's, what's happened uh, based on the president's statements? So there are two things about the president's statement. The first is that he made his statement on YouTube. This is a case where the medium is the message. <laughs> he was basically saying, you see me on YouTube here? Everybody in America ought to have the capability to get access to this content or any other content they want without having to ask the permission of the internet service provider. <laughs> he was basically saying without without using these words, the internet service provider should not be a censor or an editor or a gatekeeper who says what website you can get to or whether or not when you get to that website you can actually watch the video in a high enough quality. He was basically saying there shouldn't be any discrimination imposed on your personal preferences by the fact that you're limited to just one or two companies that are giving you internet service so or internet access. So it should be access. like a telephone line in the old days and you can call anyone you want. Is that the idea? That's basically what he said. Uh, so that was pretty cool. The medium was the message, right? Uh, and the second thing he said was, he didn't use exactly these words, but I think this was also <laughs> pretty, pretty clear. FCC, you have had a lot of trouble getting the courts to accept your rules, and you've kludged together lots of different compromises. Just say the following. There is one single common medium of communication for the United States and for the world, and it is called the Internet. It doesn't need a lot of rules, but from time to time, we might need the FCC to establish some rules that will guarantee just two things— Everybody will have access to this medium. And number two, when you have access to it, you get to go to the websites that you want to, and you get to do the picking. That's what he told the FCC. Now, what that means legally is, please invoke Title II of the law. <laughs> but his message was not meant to be bogged down in the legal niceties. He was saying, just do it. Declare it Title II. You don't need that many rules, but you do need to give a guarantee to all Americans that they can share as a community in the Internet and they can get to the websites and to the content that they want to reach. Now, that addresses the consumer accessing the Internet. Behind the Internet, you have providers, you know, the Netflix and others right. of the world who want sort of unrestricted access or they don't, right. want, to, they don't want to be in a slow lane. Does uh, the president's comments also affect that side of the internet also? Yes, the president in effect is saying to the FCC, suppose that the internet service provider cuts a sweetheart deal with some particular content company, and the purpose of that deal is to exclude some competitor to that content company. 
Suppose that uh, uh, the internet service provider says, oh, I like uh, NBC and ABC, but I don't, I'm going to give them the ability to use the internet to broadcast their material, not just over the air. But I don't like uh, the local broadcasters so much, so I'm going to keep that person out of the package. The president was saying you can't do that. That's another way to discriminate against uh, different content providers, and I want everyone to have the chance to sell on the Internet and everyone to have the chance to buy on the Internet. At the same speed, always? or He's saying roughly the ac quality of the access needs to be approximately equal. Okay. Uh, anything else that we— that that we should learn from that statement, what's likely to happen? I know there's been, it's been difficult for Congress to come to any agreement on, on any sort of rules and to give the FCC much direction. There's been conflicting directions that have been trying to be. There are five commissioners at the FCC. Uh, three are Democrats, two are Republicans. Uh, I would imagine uh, that the president doesn't expect the Republican commissioners to agree with his position. <laughs> Unfortunately, as pretty much everyone in the United States knows, the president has really had a hard time getting Republicans in Congress or at the FCC or in the Senate to agree with him on any topic. And I know that he's tried and he's tried and he's tried. So the president then really needs the three Democrats at the FCC to listen, to uh, pay attention to, to inwardly digest, and ultimately to decide to agree that the president is right. I think that they will. So um, looking at the long game, you think that this is a game changer moment? I do. I don't think it has tremendous uh, uh, economic significance for any of the content companies or any of the internet service providers. Uh, they aren't uh, right now basing their business plans on discrimination. But you just want to be careful to make sure as a government that if somebody gets um, unchallenged monopoly position in internet service or builds a tremendous vertical integration uh, business where content and conduit are combined, that you could step in and protect uh, the little guy against the powerful. And that's why it's right for the FCC to declare that it does have the jurisdiction uh, to look out for everybody in the country if needed. So it's providing a level, or will provide, if, if all is approved, a, a level of certainty that's been missing. This regulation that we're talking about is called Title II, and some people will say, to Title II or not to Title II, that is the question. I would say that really, for the agency, it is to be or not to be. <laughs> if you're an agency and you don't have a jurisdictional basis, you don't have the legal authority to pass rules, then you're out of business. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.